Welcome back, everybody, to the Taco Boys podcast. I've said that. I like kind of sped through that intro. I didn't put the. Okay, yeah, slow it down. Let's go again. I'll do the more dramatic pause. So, how I should have done it is welcome back, everybody, to the Taco Boys podcast. This is Taco Boy 2, aka Jonathan, and with me. Well, who's that over there? Who do I. It's me. It is that boy. See everybody right at me. It's Taco Boy One. This is I, Taco Boy One. We are here and we're back, better than ever. I bet you guys have been wondering where these boys <laughs> been. been? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's almost like we've been in hibernation. Oh, you know, and and that's something I wanted to bring up today oh. because I wanted to I wanted to test Jonathan's depth of knowledge i wanted to see if he could if we could dive into his wellspring and then a fifth grader we were before (laughs) yeah Uh, i thought you were about to do like smarter than a fifth grader and i was like are we playing a game show okay so smarter than before i'm okay let's yes 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 jonathan hibernation's the topic today oh and I and I want to. I just want to. I just want to know what. What do you think hibernation is? Hibernation. And this feels like a trick. Now I feel like I'm going to get it wrong. My understanding of hibernation is that when an animal goes into a state of being where they're like preserving their energy, is that correct? But it's like sleeping, right? Are they? Sleeping? Are they? What do you know hibernation to be? Like, what do you feel like you you grew up learning? Hibernation? I mean, I feel like I definitely grew up hearing that, like, hibernation, like a bear would go into a cave and he'd be like, I'm going to go into a slumber. And then he would, like, sleep right. for months. And months yeah. later. And then he would awaken. But I guess I haven't really thought, I haven't thought about hibernation in a really long What I do you know. have? What is this? Well, it was brought up because it was this idea of, like, hibernation isn't actually that, apparently. Okay. At, like, I, and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I guess hibernation, you just think, oh, yes, bears go <laughs> they into They basically die then, temporarily. <laughs> yeah. And they go in a state of cryo-free sleep, oh. cryosleepsis, and they just sleep in this cryonic <laughs> chamber that they have in their cave. They actually, that's why they're eating all the right. food, is they're just building these cryo-sleep chambers that the bears themselves <laughs> yeah. just walk into the cave. That's where they keep them, because no humans go in there. Bears have discovered cryo-sleep yes. and just I liked- cryo preservation for years now centuries i like to imagine that it's like a mr freeze situation where you've got you've got one with this one bear with his wife and he's like i will save you my sweet i will freeze you and then it's like it busts open and oh no i'm mr freeze now you know that's how, you know how he said that in the comic book when he turned into me. He said, oh, oh, no. I freeze now. I have to be. I have to be a bad guy now. Oh no! 
That's what happens when you get exposed to the cryo cryo. That's why bears are so uh, angry. Yeah, it changes. It changes your internal clock. If you've ever wondered why there are bear attacks, most of the time it's right after hibernation, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm missing." And then they start killing people, and it's real dark stuff, you know. But so, okay, what is technically taking place on on hibernation? Well, let me tell you what the great old Wikipedia says. All right, you ready for this? Are you Uh ready for this? Yes. It is a state of minimal activity Hmm. in metabolic depression. Oh, boy. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people out there are hibernating. You know what I'm saying? I suffer from hibernation. I suffer from hibernation. My metabolic depression setting in again. (laughs) I don't mean to make light of that topic, but at the same time, it's the the term. The term itself, depression. So it's like. A metabolic depression means that their met- like meta- metabolism is like right. extremely uh like downgraded like it slows down is what i'm assuming right right wow that's what happens to me my <laughs> metabolism gets depressed <laughs> and i just get fat. It's, that's the struggle <laughs> has been so near and dear to me <laughs> i think my metabolism thinks i'm a bear yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like are you sure you're like well, jonathan's eating a lot of honey today <laughs> you know it's like i'm winnie the oh. pooh you know <laughs> I, oh, I mean that's why he says oh bother all the time because it's my <laughs> right oh, it's hilarious so it's it's a state of less activity, which means that they're not burning as much calories. Their metabolism is not going absolutely bonkers wild, if you will. But right. that's kind of interesting. So I, I guess that there's a lot of sleep involved in that, but that that's not – they're not like sleeping 24-7 for months. Right. I I don't know exactly. I haven't done like the depth of research on this. I just feel like I was exposed to it and I was like, huh, interesting. And apparently there's various, excuse me, um, definitions for terms that describe hibernation in mammals as I'm reading Hmm. here. And they, different class, like different mammals hibernate differently. Um, There are subsections of obligate and Facultative? Oh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume you said it correctly. So the obligate hibernation are animals that spontaneously, 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 oh, yes. spontaneously spontaneity, and annually enter hibernation regardless of ambient temperature and access to food, wow. which is like squirrels. Ground squirrels, rodents, mouse, lemurs, European hedgehogs. Oh, you know those oh, European They sonics. think they're so much better <laughs> than us. <laughs> they're like those American hedgehogs. <laughs> Puts on a beret and runs away into hibernation. <laughs> Just we sonic. Yes, we we. 
Oh, beautiful. Oh, my goodness. So they undergo what has been traditionally called hibernation, which is a physiological state wherein the body temperature drops to near ambient temperature and heart and respiration rates slow drastically. Wow. Um, and then the other so, one, though, the long word is, I guess that it's like a not sporadically it's like a scheduled out thing facultative i think it's facultative okay um which is enter hibernation only when either cold stressed food deprived or both unlike obligate uh, hibernators who enter hibernation oh. based on seasonal timing cues rather than a response to stressors from the environment hmm. a good example of the differences between the two types of hibernation can be seen in prairie dogs wow. the white-tailed prairie dog is an obligate where the black-tailed prairie dog is a facultative. Almost like situational as opposed to... Right. I guess the first one, you can hear the the word... Hey, it's really cold outside. Yeah. We need to, we need to hibernate. Like, obligated to do that. And so then you have this the situational, like, oh, no, I'm not getting enough food. I'm going to hibernate now. <laughs> Which is an odd solution, but tends to work i guess that's interesting i didn't even know i didn't know there were two types of hibernation like that yeah neither did i if you it's, if you um, could pick one of the two which one would you go with um well one seems more like seasonal and the other one seems more of like this is like the reason they're doing it is for survival right so it depends on whether or not you just want to every, like, say, it's it's October, time to go sleep for October. <laughs> time to pay know, my hibernation dues. <laughs> rather September and wake me up when September ends. Am I right? You, know, you just oh, sleep through September. Sleep timber. Sleep timber. <laughs> yeah. No sleep September. Everyone, go ahead and start eating now to be prepared for sleep timber. We're all yeah. the Taco Boy. Hibernate. The, the Taco Boy army is going to hibernate. We have an army now. <laughs> uh, we, our entire army will sleep and then we will. That's right. When sleep timber ends, we will awaken on October 1st. We will rise. I like to imagine that it would be like. Just sitting straight up from the ground, all of us, and we're just... <laughs> Everyone will get their lazy boys, and we'll <laughs> yeah. just all lay out. We'll all pull the handle together, so that way we all... <laughs> and when the clock the strikes same... midnight, we pull those levers back, and we are sitting straight up now. And as we rise, the leaves will fall oh, upon us as poetic. autumn has come. Wow. We will wake to the pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> The pumpkin spices will be what awaken us from our deep slumber <laughs> as they're waved over us as like those, um, the like smelling salts oh, yeah, or whatever, whatever it is kind yeah. of deal. They just wave them under our, our under our nostrils and yeah. we sit up wide awake from our hibernation and we give a good one of these like yeah. yawns where we stretch yeah. and then we say yeah. it's time for battle and then we <laughs> then we file into formation after we've had our lattes mm -hmm. and uh, sleep timber after we've had our lattes. after we've had our lattes. Uh, wow, no, I had no clue that there were th yeah yeah continue. Yeah, it's just I I, I feel like what I, the way I was explained to it was that you think it's this really long thing, but then 
there are things that do seem to lead that it also is that long sleep. Yeah. You know, so there's this one. Wow. CA. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And it says, um, basically, it says when animals sleep through the winter seasons, and it's talking about, um, while many people think bears are hibernators, they actually participate in a similar, though not exact, practice. Instead of hibernating. Wait, whoa, hold up. Bears (laughs) fall into a deep sleep called torpor. During torpor, T-O-R-P-O-R, heart rate and breathing rate decreases, body temperature reduces slightly, and bears do not eat or release bodily Wow! Bears can sleep more than 100 days without eating, drinking, <laughs> or passing waste. Instead, instead <laughs> bears are able to literally turn their pee into protein. What <laughs> the heck? <laughs> Are you kidding through me? Through a urea recycling process, the, rea- <laughs> the urea produced by their fat metabolism is broken down, and the nitrogen nitrogen <laughs> is reused by the bear to rebuild protein. <laughs> um, what? The main difference between hibernation and torpor is that during torpor, the animal is able to wake up easily if hurt or threatened by predators. Pregnant female bears can also wake up from torpor to give birth, then go back to sleep after. <laughs> They're like, wow, that was pretty crazy, huh? I can have a bunch of cubs. Well, back to sleep for mama. <laughs> it just goes That's back right. into Torpor, which also sounds That's like a right. Lord of the Rings city. It's almost Mordor. But yeah, I know. It definitely doesn't sound like some English word. <laughs> back I'm like, to the sleeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's crazy. That Okay, so what, what blew my mind there is this idea. I've had, I've definitely had the idea that bears are hibernating like the actual term hibernation but what that is saying is that they don't even hibernate by definition it's this torpor like a completely different thing that is i i just i'm like why didn't i know that (laughs) like i i don't know how i didn't know that there was a different thing because my idea of what hibernation was was what torpor is where they go to sleep they can be awakened if you will but like mm-hmm. in movies in classes and stuff they say that it's hibernation but it's a different thing that's really weird. yeah i tell you the government, the man, government they don't want you to know about torpor they're after us they're after torpor that's right <laughs> They know the bears have discovered cryostasis, and they're doing their best to steal this the from us. The Illuminati's after Torpor. <laughs> That's right. Instead of allowing us to make peace with the bears and come alongside of them and use this deep technology <laughs> to not only help – this. De- think about if we could access the, the, the ability to Torpor, we would be in Mars. Elon yeah. Musk – should be sending bears to Mars. That's really what should be happening. The next Mars space mission should just be a group of bears. Yeah. <laughs> they put them on a spaceship and they're all just fighting. The- no, oh, that's they're right. They're, they're torporing. Because they're all torporing. Yeah, 100%. And if one tried to betray the others, they'd be right up awake. They're bear <laughs> us. They, they know. 
There's no disguising. <laughs> the there would be no hiding. They would know. I and they would they would come up come together right now under me, and yeah. they would defeat the imposter, <laughs> eat him, and then go back to Torpor. And you know when they wake up, poop, we're Mars, and bears will call in. Not to mention, you know, in spacecrafts, they have to. They have to put water and filtration systems for waste to be what dealt a waste. with. Literally, what a waste. But that's Seriously. already solved when the bears are yeah. in torpor. They're and all that, that sweet, sweet urine into, into protein. Is that what they said? A hundred percent. That waste is not going into space. No. no. Spa waste? Oh, wow. No. Spwaste. <laughs> Spwaste. <laughs> Space the space quest. that's our waste isn't waste going into uh, space. Oh, 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 oh my goodness! Anyways, I I think we should talk to Elon yeah. about getting some bears on a spaceship and sending them to Mars. I think it would be fantastic. Yeah, I I am I'm still processing. However, this this fact that like I, I'm still baffled a little bit by the fact that. Not even hibernation that's taking place with them. Like, how could we be so wrong? How could we be so wrong? I've lived my life so uninformed. Everything's a lie because hibernation isn't real. It's not right. real. No, no other no animals. No other animals. Jonathan's going to be just sitting <laughs> one day. He's just going to be sitting in church, and the pastor's going to say, We like bears and you're like i'm gonna sit there and be like that's wrong brian <laughs> you're wrong it's torpor it's torpor get it right and he'd be like what that's is right don't you know the original <laughs> the original greek yeah torpor <laughs> the original greek wake up oh torpor wake up <laughs> david was singing about torpor he was singing about bears bears i uh all things. <laughs> <laughs> Love bears all things. <laughs> Don't bear false witness against Torpor. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Did I ever show you the, like, uh... the picture I made way back when of 1 Corinthians 13 where it just says love bears and I just ended the verse there and took a picture of bears and it just says love bears period. I'm like Jonathan's doing great at this. I, this, is, I, this is this is <laughs> love bears. <laughs> love bears and torpor. Love bears. I uh now right. what's interesting here Christian is that we we had discussed an idea, a, a topic to bring up and your topic right there segued into this right there without even intentionally knowing that. And and what we were going to mm. kind of bring up is the idea of like phobias quickly mm -hmm. and how many phobias there are in the world and what some of the like would be like considered the strangest phobias. And mm -hmm. one of the first ones I found wow. is you ready for this? Literally the one that I had pulled up to tell you about. Somnophobia. Hmm. Also no the fear of psalms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the Lord is my shepherd. 
Would you read first? And I'm like, no. Uh, also known as hypnophobia. Read <laughs> the fear of reading out the loud. The fear of reading out loud. <laughs> uh, somnophobia, also known as hypnophobia, is the fear of falling asleep. Like, mm. literally, the fear of, like, a person, mm. as they start to fall asleep, they are like, I cannot Dang. do that. And that the reasoning for it, this is this is what's interesting, because my first thought was, mm. maybe this is, like, a fear of, like, oh, what if something happens to me in my sleep? But it says mm. this is the result of people feeling as though they are losing control in dreams and are and mm. in nightmares. So, in other words, it's not that it's like a fear of something happening to you while you're asleep. It's the fear of like, what if I dream something I don't want to dream? That's that's a fair it's, thought. Dreams can be really scary right. and feel very. That's true, and and to a certain extent, I think all of us have like experienced that phobia because, like, I've I know I've had like a nightmare before and been like. You know, I wake up in the middle of the night from it. Can't wake up. I can't wake up. I wake me up inside. Save me. Save me. Uh, I ended up wake. You know, I end up waking up, and then I'm like, oh, like, what if I go back to sleep and it's just I'm right back in that same. Oh, dude, it's it's always my question is why can you immediately go back to sleep and go right back into I the nightmares know. but it's the good dreams that you're really enjoying <laughs> that are gone yes. they are audi 500 <laughs> like as soon as you wake up from the mess dream you're, you could be just like swimming in skittles yeah. and just you know <laughs> not what I'm my saying? brother but the <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, depending you know who you and, are, but... <laughs> uh, yeah and and i mean literally you'll wake up and be like oh that was so good i gotta pee and then i'm gonna go back to bed and jump <laughs> yeah, right i've back got into to that get back into that sweet sea of skittles <laughs> it's gone yeah. it's gone and you you will your head will hit the pillow and you'll be like, i can't wait to go to skittles and now you're like in a dream filing taxes it's like you're in yeah like, the the opposite of what you want and that's but right. Then with a nightmare, it's like you're getting chased by a murderer or something, and you're like, ah, wake up, and you're like, oh, oh sucks, goodness, oh, that dream is can't get. Me. Yep, and then you go right back to sleep, and guess who? murderer once. It's again. like they press pause on that DVD, <laughs> man. <laughs> They're like, you wanted a part two? Well, here it is. We've got it for you. <laughs> That's right. Welcome back. Welcome back like, to the nightmare. And you, you and you just open your eyes. You're like, I'm not even asleep yet. I'm literally not asleep yet. He's, like, you yeah. know, uh, this it also brings up the idea of like night terrors. Like I've I've known several people that they have night terrors where they talk in their sleep and stuff. Dude, oh, that it, stuff. So it is scary, and but at other times it can be semi comical because. There, you know, two two stories of night terrors. One was David, my good buddy David. He, oh, good old he, David in the Psalms. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Psalms. Ah, <laughs> um, but it ended up that he was at the house spending the night back in the day, and uh, he like stood up and he had his hands like above his head, like like he was holding on to a bar, and he was just like walking, and he was like. 
like walking and, and we were like, what in the world is happening to David? Ends up he remembered his dream and he dream was dreaming that he was on a zip line going over alligators. And so oh, he's wow. just roaming with this handlebar grasp above his head and is screaming. And uh that was great. And then uh, a guy named Luke, I know, Dang. we were at camp and he's laying in, in bed and he, he sits up and he's like, Josephine, no! And then he lays back down and the next day I'm like, who is Josephine? And he's like, who? I was like, Josephine, dude, like you were yelling like she had been killed. And he's like, no idea. I have night terrors. Sorry. I was like, all right, well, go. That is like that is something that you have to yes. with as soon as you're going to like camps and stuff. Because I had, a, oh, I had so when I was a supervisor in Florida, dude. I had a guy under staying in our room who I don't think he told oh, us. Oh, he's a surprise and attack. I, we just woke up one night and he was just yelling Bro. bloody murder like at the top of his lungs, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, what's do happening?" Do we need to and do like, something? I, to yeah, because, like, you can't wake them up necessarily, like, you're supposed yes, to wake them up or do anything. because it can throw them sense. off. Like, it'll, it'll, it's like a double-edged sword. You can't figure out what to do. About. Yeah, and I don't know if he had, like, forgotten to take and his medication for it or something. I don't know. I yeah. can't remember that. But we literally had him sleeping in the other room. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Because it, we made him, like, sleep on the couch or something, which in hindsight was not the best idea, <laughs> but it was just like... He's, it was like, dude, like, everyone has to sleep, yeah. and you're in here just, like, yelling in your It's sleep, such an interesting like, situation. Gotta... Yeah, and I, I hung up a blanket. <laughs> Where I slept because I did not want to wake up yes. and just see him standing dude, oh, there. Dude, looking I don't at blame me, you man. one bit for I that. I was like, I don't care. I do yeah. not care. I do not want to see this in guy. In the middle of the if night. I wake up in the middle of the night and someone is just <laughs> standing there. It's going to freak will out. Sleep, sleep yeah. I will not sleep because I don't want to wake up and see someone staring at me, man. <laughs> dude. Uh, especially if they're asleep, because you never know how they're gonna look. Yes, like, it's, like it's that a different like, look than out, just like, like if someone's like you wake up and someone's looking at you. Uh, have that. But. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. No, uh, Kristen talks in her sleep, but it's always nice. like, let's go ahead and just share that. I will. <laughs> you know, what did she say recently? So uh, the most recent one is so a lot of times Kristen she falls asleep before me. And and I'm just awake and I'm like watching a YouTube video or something. And mm. and that happens frequently. And so there was one night my headphones had died. So I'm like I'm like looking here and I'm I'm like got my phone and I've got the volume literally as low as I can because I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna wake Chris. Just gotta turn on those captions, guys. Yeah, yeah. like I, it, well, and that was kind of what was happening. So I'm like sitting there kind of with the phone close by. Well, Kristen wakes up up those are air quotes for everyone listening she wakes up and just sits straight up and looks at me and is like why is that phone so loud <laughs> and i'm like i can't nice. even hear it hardly and i'm like what and she's like i can't believe that you're keeping me up this late and like rolls over and is asleep and i'm like there's no way like 
there's no way that she was just starts feeling (laughs) bad immediately i was like i should have had it quieter than mute you know and so (laughs) has to go into a different dimension from how quiet it is so she falls or not falls back asleep she just rolls up she stays asleep asleep. and i was like there's no way that she was awake like that doesn't even make sense so sure enough the next day i was like hey do you remember like getting mad at me for my phone being loud while it wasn't doing anything and she's like what no i was like well you did but but i also had that like back of my mind theory what if she was mad now now she just is saying that she was in her sleep not really uh she was clearly very asleep in this moment (laughs) that's hilarious that's amazing i uh I, I, I feel like there's certain experiences that I just want to experience with that, like moments where you're just like, like you hear the stories of where people sleep talk or sleepwalk and all yeah. that. But like, I know I slept walk a lot as a kid, but I, I get Right. Well, and, and I think it's a more common thing with children that it's like there's so much chemical change happening with kids as they grow that sleep, like walking and talking in your sleep is like more common than it is when you're an adult or something. Mm. But that there's also like a chemical, because there's there's the comedian Mike Birbiglia, that he has some sort of medical condition where he sleepwalks, but like into harmful situations. And so he sleeps in a sleeping bag. Like his wife zips him up into a sleeping bag (laughs) because one time, and he, he has a whole like, uh, joke around this but it's a true story that he was at a hotel on the second floor Mm. and he said that he wakes up and he's like running in the front like lawn of the hotel and he's like bleeding and what had and he says he like realized what he had done because he remembered the dream and he like turns around and looks And apparently what he had done was he was having some sort of dream that there was a fire in the hotel. So he got up from his bed. He ran and bust through the second floor window, landed in the front yard, which woke him up, obviously. But then he's just like running and he's like, wait a second. What did I just do? And so he had to like go to the hospital or whatever, but it. He's yes. talking about that there was like medicine he had to take because it's some sort of chemical thing going on, but it's Dang. pretty. He just becomes like a freaking action it, hero. I, in his well, lead. he said that he that was one of the jokes was that he was like it kind of is an awesome thing that I did, but I would have never done it when I was awake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, sleep is the most freed you'll ever. Yeah, but also, you know, if you're afraid of sleep, it, then you have uh what did I call it? Uh, somnophobia. That's that fear right mm-hmm. there. Christian, do you do Dang. you have a fear? Not you. <laughs> do I have a? <laughs> Tell us your fears. Tell us your fears. Say them out loud <laughs> for everyone. Oh my gosh. Do you have a a phobia? Yeah, the one that I'm bringing. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. those. those you, you oh. Oh, I was going to say, do did you get a fear? Like. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, the one that I thought of was cyberphobia, oh. which is the f- is defined as the fear of oh 
People with cyberphobia often avoid food and drinks because they're afraid of food itself. The fear may be specific to one type of food, such as perishable foods, or it may include... Okay. So, like... (laughs) So, you know, I just ate some pizza rolls. That that idea of... So, read that one more time for me. Literally every food, are they... No, no. It's like it's people with cyberphobia often avoid food and drinks because they're afraid of the food itself. The fear may be specific to one type of food, such as perishable gotcha. foods, or it may include many foods. There's like literally this one that's like 13 weird food phobias people actually huh. have. And their names are very difficult <laughs> to say. Um, <laughs> like this one I think is lacnophobia. Well, that wasn't too wow. hard. You're like, um, I just depressed myself. I said it. <laughs> These are very hard to say, says it. Oh, I'm the best human alive. I bet Jonathan can't say these. <laughs> Jonathan doesn't know I bet he can't say that. He has a fear of saying these words. He's probably he's too scared. Uh, this is the fear of vegetables. Oh. Um. And then there's, I don't know, I'm going to send you this word because I would love for you to try. Oh, boy. I'm ready to try. Um, just going to put it. Okay. Let's see what it, let's see what we end up with. I don't oh, know. What, okay. Uh, the thing that throws so this one look, off is it starts with the Z. With- so it, I'm going to guess that the X is starting with like a Z sound. Like Xavier. You know, the name starts with an X. Like Xylophone. So, so cool. You just mentioned a proper noun, which he said any way possible. <laughs> instead of, instead of the, which I mean, I guess maybe wait, a xylophone is also a name. Wait, is it yeah, this a name? To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, uh, now oh, I'm all confused. congratulations. You played yourself, <laughs> and another one. <laughs> <laughs> Zocalatophobia? Yes. What do you think? I mean, I see the word cola in there. Is that the fear? It is the fear. Oh, wait, just. Yes. That's very weird. Chocolate. Just. Yes. I am confused by. I'm confused by, like. I guess how do you how do you develop the fear of chocolate? Like I, don't I can know. understand. I know someone who doesn't like chocolate. Like they're like I don't right. like chocolate. But if I held like a piece of chocolate towards them, they wouldn't be like get this right. away. Oh yeah, just oh my god. <laughs> get that get that chocolate away from me so help me. It's like okay, I I feel like you could just not like it. That's odd. Do you? Is there a food that you would say you almost are afraid of? A food I'm afraid that, like, if it was on your plate, you're like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's like a fear. Yeah. Unless it's that like. That fear of like, oh, hey, this is, um, what is it, puffer fish or whatever yes. that you can eat. So you're eating sushi and it's like, oh, if they didn't. 
Yeah, like I might die or something like that. Yeah, like I could see myself, but that's not necessarily the fear of the food itself. That's like the fear of, oh, this could be poison and I could die, (laughs) you know, or something like that. Not that I'm Dude, I... I don't know what kind of luxurious <laughs> life people may think I'm leading right now, but uh, <laughs> Chris is currently sitting in an all gold plate. That's right. <laughs> Eating Me and Mr. Beast hang out on the of caviar. <laughs> He's like slurping caviar like boba right now. Mm, let me tell you, everyone. <laughs> Thanks to your Patreon. <laughs> Thank you, bitches, for my caviar I, boba and my gold plated room. <laughs> Uh, yeah. enjoy the fight of delicacies <laughs> yeah. of life. I'm like, his camera is in 4K. I can see every single little one of those caveats. 12K. <laughs> uh, so I had a moment kind of similar to you said, like the puffer fish thing. Uh, I was in Florida with my in-laws and it ended up that they were buying dinner and they were like, you know what? Let's go somewhere nice. And like, y'all get whatever you want. And I was like, Oh yeah. All right. So I, uh, I got lobster because I do enjoy lobster. Really? I don't think I knew that. I do. About I you. love. What? Yeah. yeah. Dang, we're all learning yeah. things today, everyone. <laughs> I do enjoy a good I, old nothing surprise. Nothing I've said up until this point has taught me anything. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that has taught me something is that my best friend loves, loves lobster, lobster, man. It's so good. But he, you're so secretive about your lobster <laughs> loving. Like I feel like I feel like most people probably don't know that about. Uh, you. Maybe so. I mean, maybe. Do you see if you eat lobster? <laughs> it's just I, I, in the secret place where I eat my lobster. Do you frequent Red Lobster in the night? <laughs> just they're like, hey, there's John. They know me by name. Have a tab. I just eat a lot of lobster. That's right. Now, so I, I'm eating this lobster, by the way, which at this point I had not had it a ton. Like I don't eat it a ton at all. Just once a week. No. Right. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you so want. So I'm I'm eating the lobster <laughs> and I think Catherine, who was who was on the podcast, my sister in law, brought up the fact that if you eat the brain of a lobster, that it's toxic. That it's it's not it's not good for you. You'll get really sick and like food poison, basically. And so at that point I looked down at my plate and I'm like, its brain is gone. I was like, oh no! I was like, have, oh my goodness! I think I ate the brain. I'm feeling sick. Oh, well, I thought I had, and I was like, um, excuse me, but like, Catherine, did your lobster have brain in it? And she was like, oh no, like they already took it out. So I had this freak out moment where I thought I had eaten something, and I did almost fear lobster, but instead now I love it. So. Um, the fear of the fear of I'm lobster. Baby, don't fear the lobster. Fear, you're on fire with these references today. They are just Thank like, you. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, it's just um, unreal. But hey, I do have another phobia for you. Uh, we have oh, we fantastic. have a, we have time for another phobia. Uh oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, this is the fear of fruit. No. <laughs> um, absolutely, the fear of it is uh. Oikophobia. If you had to guess what uh, oikophobia was, what would you say? Oika? Like O I K O phobia. Oika. 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 
<laughs> the fear of pigs. The fear of pigs. Oinkophobia, <laughs> where you're very scared of just the the sound that pigs oh, make. Oh, specifically oinking, yeah. The, the squeals. Like dog barks, cat meows is fine. Tingles down your spine. <laughs> you are frightened of the piggy. <laughs> Never go into piggy right. wiggly the, because the you will get the, the wiggly jiggly. <laughs> um, uh, Oinkophobia. Um, I would say, is it the fear of whales? Because I'm feeling like orcophobia oh, is kind of where my I, mind's going. I understand where your mind is going, but this one's really odd. It is the oh, fear man. of houses, being oh, in okay. a house, home surroundings, okay. and items in a house like toasters, ovens, refrigerators, and Okay. Dishes. I feel like that's way too all-encompassing to be like a fear in other words like it's it's the idea of like household like appliances and settings yeah isn't that weird (laughs) don't you when you find it i'm not don't you don't go ahead and shame all of our listeners guys if you have oikophobia (laughs) then you're probably not listening to this podcast honestly First of all, you know, I'm sure there's help out there, but also, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to offend anyone no, no, no. by saying you're no. weird. Um, but I, I do think this falls under two different, like, I feel like this should fall under different maybe fears. two different phobias. Because, like, the fear of houses would be one thing, but also the fear of household appliances, right, should be a different thing. But also, like, if you just have the fear of toasters, you don't have these <laughs> other the all all encompassing. Right, oh, I'm just afraid of toasters. I'm not afraid of well, and it says and certain items in a house, certain items in a right. house. So. But like you can't, you just afraid of the house and everything inside of it. That's like really encompassing. Yeah, well, that's like I I can't tell if they're saying it's literally everything. It says the fear of houses. So I guess the the house itself being in a house. So the feeling of going inside of it because you're scared of what it is. Home surroundings. So like things hmm. that feel like home. I guess. And then certain that feel certain items in a house, be it the toaster, oven, refrigerator. You just dishwasher. see them, and they're at Hobby Lobby, and they see the mats that are like, home sweet home. And they're like, oh, my God. get me out of <laughs> But it's see. It's like scary. It's like walking into a haunted mansion, walking yeah. into a Hobby Lobby. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, it's. To me, though, this hey, one's. Welcome to Hobby Lobby. How can I help you? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. To me, this one's really different because I think when people are afraid and when they fear something, the tendency is to want to get back home or to like the safe. Where's your safe? Yeah. So, like with this one, this one is really honestly, I'd feel like this one would be really awful to to have to experience because where do you go to feel better in this situation? You know, like. Because home is like, oh, things are under yeah. control well, here. In my opinion, I feel like this one is other people's houses, oh, other people's that homes. That would make sense. I feel like you probably – it's probably <laughs> a fear of that. Like you probably are fine in your own house. Right. And it's probably very difficult for you to move. Right. 
or go to oh, a that new makes location. sense for sure yeah i feel like it's more of like you only feel safe inside of what you know to be safe yeah. and true and everything else could be i don't know if it's just like daunting or like the fear of not being yeah the fear of not being able to be in control yeah know that everything's safe i don't know that's a great I would point say that's probably more of my my hypothesis <laughs> you're like Jeffy, you want to come over and i'm like no i mean uh not right now you want to meet somewhere how else you yeah how about you come my to, house. to my house now is yeah right. but that's uh it's really interesting i but yeah. then i guess to uh because we've almost we've almost ran out dude yeah i still have one oh well please to... yes go for it because i'll hit you with a last one that doesn't take any explaining after oh. yeah so hit hit me with yours all right fantastic so this one is as best as I know how to say it, consecutaleophobia. Oh, consecutaleophobia. Sacagawea. <laughs> Sacagawea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one is the fear of chopsticks. <laughs> That's so very specific <laughs> according to a 2014 survey only four percent of americans classified themselves as expert level chopstick users wow. while 24 percent admitted they never tried using the asian utensil we're not sure of how many people of the latter group actually have consecutaleophobia <laughs> the fear of chopsticks but here's another trivia tidbit Swapping your fork for the sticks is one of the best ways to lose body. I, dude, I have heard. And portion I control. That. Go ahead, keep going. The because of portion control. <laughs> well, I think it's the part of me is wondering if it's like the calories you burn because you're, <laughs> you're trying. Like sweating. Like, I can't get them. So the. The top, yeah, because you're like doing this motion more than just like yes, this. I don't I, know. Like, so I googled how many calories can I burn <laughs> with chopsticks. The top thing, um, there's nine million four hundred sixty thousand results wow. in 0.62 seconds. Eating with chopsticks, even if you stink at it, probably won't. We know you'll eventually develop enough dexterity to eat sixty-five M and M's in one minute. What? what? <laughs> Whoa! Hold up. Hold up. Read that. I really thought this was going to lead to calories, and it's just talking about <laughs> you'll just get enough dexterity to eat 65 <laughs> M&Ms in a minute. Uh, chopsticks, the current in this world record. <laughs> I just got played. They're like, calories? How about how many M&Ms you can eat in one minute? <laughs> They just tricked you into reading a record. <laughs> Let's okay. So You're like, who wrote article, this? And you I'll look, and they're like, "This man's the former world champ of Eminem's with chopsticks <laughs> for publishing and publicity." Please contact this. <laughs> <laughs> so this article, outsideonline.com/slash/health/slash/nutrition/slash, wow. are chopsticks healthier than fork and knife? <laughs> <laughs> healthier than a fork and knife. Everybody always says eating slowly is better quotations and i can hardly get the food in my mouth with chopsticks so does that make them healthier than the usual utensil wow oh. 
It came from several studies that found that self-reported fast eaters tend to consume more calories at each meal and gain more weight over time than people who consider themselves slow eaters. But a recent study questions whether eating slowly is what helps those self-reported slow eaters avoid extra calories. Instead, it's possible that slow eaters feel full faster because they pause to drink more water when they eat, (laughs) which fills the stomach quickly. (laughs) To conduct the study, researchers but they controlled women's water intake but controlled the women's water intake to about 10 ounces the women ate about the same amount of calories in this experiment regardless of whether they ate fast or slow it's worth noting however that an hour after the meal the slow eaters felt less hungry than the fast Interesting. eaters the bottom line <laughs> that's so funny that's like what our church does the bottom the line the yeah. Service. yeah it's like the bottom line like oh my goodness this is For next week's service of slow eating there's another one that finds it doesn't help reduce caloric intake at all it's possible drinking more water with your meals might help you avoid overdoing it that's not true i drink so Dude, much water and i can still throw down so much i food. have been trying to drink a ton and I'm still finding myself hungry, 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 hungry. Dude, I tell you what. Yeah, and watches you, that food, stuff. Let me tell you, you've been watching them. You've been watching. You've been watching those hot dog eating competitions. They be oh, dipping yes. those dogs. Using that goes down those boys be the, sipping them they're dogs. They're slurping the hot dogs, bro. They're like, they're like that's right. <laughs> There's like a billion of our listeners that just gagged when you did that. My bad. <laughs> that was the sound of eating a hot dog dipped in water. You can't look That's at the it. sound of Taco Boy 2 participating in a hot yeah. dog eating. Actually, I had a hot dog set to the side, and uh, that's exactly what I did. Dipped it in some water. Yeah. Jonathan's actually practicing for yeah, the Olympics know. when the food eating competition is actually comes in at the latter yeah, part. They yeah. just haven't been flooded. Yeah, they just they haven't been showing it on NBC or anything like that with the rest yeah, of the Olympics. the Olympic onion ring competition, <laughs> eating competition, is very, very famed throughout the centuries. It's most uh, dis- it all of the started in in the Greek tradition, of course. Uh, you know, it's, yes, it's a very uh, important part of of this entire uh, event, and I'm very honored to be representing it. Rep- I am representing America just as best as anybody by just downing what's I mean just the American dish. I am downing some hot dogs. It's like one big giant cookout over here, and uh, I couldn't be more proud to to represent the country in the way that I am. Somewhere, someone is hearing this, and they're going to be typing in Google Jonathan Wright hot dog Olympics. <laughs> And Google's like, "Are you <laughs> okay?" Go quickly create that. Yeah, I gotta find, so it, yeah. find it. Uh, now here's here's what I'll here's what I'll close us with here, Christian, because we've and final we've encountered later. some phobias that were complicated to say, and mm-hmm. to some extent, I did feel fearful of saying these long words, so I might be suffering from a whole phobia myself, which would be. Hippopotamonstrosis cryptolophobia, which, or mm-hmm. hi, let me try it again. Hippopotamonstrosis cryptolophobia, which is the fear of long words, which yes, to me is ironic. such a torturous name to place on that. It's a cruel <laughs> irony. And uh, 
but maybe I have uh, maybe my fear has been cured by just simply reading that word. I do feel better. Yeah. Do you think so many people I'm cured by reading <laughs> yeah, the word? Yeah. I don't know. It's like <laughs> expose yourself to your fears, <laughs> and you overcome them by exposing yourself it's, to them. Maybe that is. I like it. to think of it Say like it. when Say the it. Israelites had the snake Every bite time. problem, and so then they put the snake on the stake and looked at the snake, and they were cured. I'd like to praise the snake. I like to, I like to consider my fear of long words in that same light. A lot of biblical reference. So many, so Bible many. boys are back. Let me tell you, <laughs> the boys are back and better than yeah. ever. Today I was driving, and on the side of the road, graffitied Uh-oh. On, on like this brand new franchise. It's like out of all the From things you chose, ascertained as I was driving. Yes, wow. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure they just graffitied <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> onto the side. And 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 to your point, how many people have this fear, and they're just sitting there watching Mary Poppins? They're really enjoying it. And then little Mary, little she Mary, knew what she was doing? She's just like. It's like a horror movie. Everyone just starts. It is literally a horror. Yeah. Most people don't know that. (laughs) When Walt Disney was trying to get rights to turn the books into a movie, he wanted it to be a suspense. Yeah. I mean, Lady floats down from the sky, starts taking the children, bringing them into hallucinogen worlds where it's like cartoons. She wanted them, to keep them in her bag. Giving them she medicines make- that they don't know what they are. And, Ooh. you know, it's all sorts. Mm, and and no, then no, birds no, no, and no. feeding the birds and that, and and talking about banking. That can be scary. We learned that with Brandon the other week. Oh so, gosh. I mean, Mary Poppins is full of, of terrifying. She, I mean, if you hear her little, her little lullaby, stay away. <laughs> Don't fall asleep, oh because if you fall asleep, I will get you. I will take you off to another dimension. And I'll be with you in my umbra. Mary Poppins. And then the chimney sweep. You, he, you know, you. is Bert the chimney sweep? He just like. You could do If you hear that song, you could just hear a young little girl in a swing. Going chim chimney chim chimney <laughs> chim chimney chim chimney chim 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 you know, something in the future because, you know, they did dark retellings of Alice in Wonderland. And That's true. I'll have to get with uh, Tim Burton and uh, <laughs> get a little whimsical Walt, stuff. See if we can get those in a little uh, three way. See if we can get a little. Yeah, call we'll going get down. that. We'll get that that conference call going and we'll uh, old Tim will mm-hmm. be directing the Mary Poppins reboot. And Johnny Depp can play the chimney yes. sweep. Obviously, yeah, he's through his teeth a little bit. Mumbling. I almost went to Liam Neeson there. <laughs> he's like, Mary Poppins. Yes. It's an honor to meet you, man. It's like, oh, all right. (laughs) He plays the son. (laughs) He plays the little boy. Where? I'm very tired, but I do not want to fall asleep, Mary. (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, well, thank you yes, guys thank you. so much. Thank you. You guys and gals <gasps> for listening. Looking a little bit of your Yeah, time. look at that. Spending it with us. And those taco boys. Well, hey, Christian. Well, hey, John. <laughs> and I said thanks. I, uh, <laughs> I, you know who I want to say thanks to? All of our lovely Patreoners. I want to say thank you to them. And here they come, our honorary Taco Boys. I said that like it's a, an award of some sort. Uh, I was hoping you would do that. You nailed it, too. Sarah, thank you. Daniel, thank you. No, I need you to do it like creepy uh, Johnny oh, I, I might end up. No. Yeah, I can do it as Liam Neeson Johnny if you want. Depp. Johnny Depp. Uh, I like Johnny Depp. He's uh, I'm going to have to there we go. do like a slur to it a little bit. It's still Liam Neeson, dude. How is this happening? <laughs> Johnny Depp is just a drunk Liam Neeson. Hey, yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here is. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, thank you. <laughs> Sarah, thank you. Daniel, thank you. <laughs> Sam, thank you. Oh, he was a forget-me-not, but we remembered him. Katrina, thank you. Kendall, thank you. Bethany, thank you. And and uh, as Liam Neeson, I think we, uh, I think we forgot. Matt, possibly. I think we also, I think we almost forgot Tim. Uh, uh, we remembered Sam this time. Uh, let's see if we, did, who did we forget? Ishtvan, we also, uh, we also forgot Jay. And uh, that's everyone. That's everyody. We thank you so much for thank you. listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. Until next time, stay awake and don't fall. <laughs>